Welcome to episode 177 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me lamenting the coldest summer of the rest of my life at SEATJK. And with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you outing sandbaggers on Twitter, Chris? You can find me at CD Villasenor giving shit to people who can't record their scores properly so they compete on an even playing field with other golfers. If I was at the golf club and you're an 18 handicap and you tell me that you shot even par, I will fight you. <laughs> you deserve to get knifed in the parking you lot. You are a liar, sir. Yeah, you are. That is that is as cheating as cheating gets. I would eject you from the club. You're never playing here again. <laughs> you're not welcome Certainly here. not for competition. Good Lord. No. no. 18 handicap shooting even par is ridiculous. Come on. You got to try harder than that. I mean, at least you could be like an eight handicap shooting even par. Like I, I would swallow that. I'd be like, you've you caught a heater. You're in fine. Sure. I'm a seven and I flirt with even par. Yeah. You could get hot and it would be great. And I would congratulate you. Like what a wonderful round. But if you roll with an 18 handicap and shoot even par, I'd like get out and never come back. The best <laughs> round I've ever personally seen an 18 handicap shoot is 80. <laughs> so that's about it. like again statistically you should break your 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 handicap one in five rounds at you know and you should break your handicap by more than five strokes one every 20 yeah i don't think i've ever done that <laughs> <laughs> right you did probably early in your life when you Perhaps, really, yeah. when you didn't realize you had a handicap i mean you're getting sort of better like Perhaps. in leaps and bounds but or maybe when i was in the mid to low teens yeah. yeah, but that's just egregious and people should be punished to the full extent of the law. Like, they should be in jail longer than Cosby. <laughs> well, it's not too tough to do. <laughs> Jesus. Well, on that hard transition, as always, we've got a great show for you this week. <laughs> in segment one, we're going to look at sports ranked by difficulty, and you'll be shocked, just shocked to hear that we take issue with this list. In segment two, we long for the glory days of the chain restaurant as we take a look at some now defunct former family favorites. And finally, in segment three, we'll find out if Chris is a psychopath as I subject, subject him to an internet quiz designed to find out. Beyond the buzzer, it's back to the stupidest things ever said before we head to the OT for a quick return to Batman's bedroom proclivities. Interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at, at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. But before we get to that, I came across a couple of dad jokes that I simply couldn't help but share. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> Should I say dad jokes of the week? Woo! <laughs> Alright, so I just... These aren't all great. This one's been floating around, maybe you've seen it. Alright, male honeybees die soon after mating. Their entire life is literally honey, nut, Cheerio. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, breaking news. A man was admitted to the hospital today with 25 plastic toy horses inserted in his rectum. Doctors have described his condition as stable. <laughs> uh, here's a conversation. This is an Amelia Bedelia conversational one here. Can you help me on my crossword? The clue is overworked mailman. Sure. How many letters? I'm guessing too many. <laughs> That's a good and then, one. The reason I'm actually doing this, because this one genuinely made me laugh. Today I saw 50 Cent making a sweater. I said, gee, you knit? (laughs) (laughs) 
I just that this whole thing, the entire preamble is just so I could deliver the the G unit punchline. That's a that's a good one. I've been write I I've been writing down a few of the ones. I think I told this one maybe like in in a past one as I was eh, nobody remembers. Out. Nobody remembers? <laughs> nobody remembers. Yeah. All right, here we go. I hang with a bunch of guys who are who are the legit ah, Let me start again. All right. I hang with a bunch of guys who are all the legitimate children of an 80s metal band. They're a bunch of rat bastards. I don't think I've heard that before. <laughs> rat with two T's. Yeah, of course. Of course. Anyway, that was the one. That was the one. I have a few more. I'm, I'm saving some. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, slowly, I'm slowly building up a little catalog. I'm not going to tell them now. I'm going to okay. them now. Well, we're here. <laughs> no, well, when when the when we come back to our segment, when we come to back to our senses and come back to dad jokes of the week, uh, I'll have a little. At least I'll have a little backlog, which is nice. Well, if you would rather, if you want, at the end of 2021, for us to go back to dad jokes of the week, then sound off on the Twitter. Let us know. <laughs> That's everybody. By the wow. way, <laughs> please look. If you don't say anything, I'm going to assume you like what we're doing now. Okay. <laughs> That's just how it's gonna go. They could like what we're doing now, but Dad Jokes of the Week was it was a special segment, and and I can pretty much guarantee it's gonna come back next year. All right, well, search your feelings and tell us what you want from the show. <laughs> All right, well, with that, let's go to segment number one. All right, in segment number one, this apparently came from a, a place called Unbiased America Sports, which <laughs> sounds like the one American news network, but for sports, and it ranks sixty sports. By difficulty. Now, I have no other context at all. I just have the graphic. The first one, number one, is boxing. And number 60 is fishing. Now, I have no quibble whatsoever with fishing. But the question I have here right off the bat is, is it by difficulty to actually be skilled at the thing? Because, for instance, of course you notice... Mm-hmm. Golf is fifty-one, and whoever made this list has never tried to hit a golf ball. There. <laughs> the um, okay, so I was trying to make heads or tails of what maybe their motivations were here, <laughs> and for people to argue about this. Yes, well, certainly any list is arguable, but you have to have some criteria. So I was trying to like peel back sort of the criteria of it, and I couldn't quite figure it out. <laughs> But I understand boxing has boxing is difficult. It's very physical. You get punched in the head, and the outcomes are generally poor for the person who loses, mm-hmm. right? You know, you get a bloody face, you get a concussion. I mean, it's the whole point of this. It's the whole point of the, you know. But how could you put boxing up here and not put MMA on there? I guess they put martial arts at six, but is that MMA? And five is wrestling. So I think I get I get the physical aspects of it. Like when you lose. You generally are. You generally get hurt, right? Well, and that's my real question: is like, because football is number three, and football is not hard. But if you're an NFL player, it's extremely difficult. It's extremely because you get hurt every right. time if, you play the game. You get hurt, right? Like there's no, <laughs> and so maybe that's why fishing and billiards are sixty and fifty nine. Like no one ever gets injured. Like, you get a hook in your like. You might get a hook in your finger. In, in the fishing, you may get maybe, a sunburn. Maybe in the face. You get <laughs> you get a hell of a sunburn, and maybe you get a hangover from fishing. But there's no, there's no injury. There's no there's no looming specter of injury when you're doing these things like billiards. Well, that's what's wild to me about this list is the beginning is just crazy. Like ice hockey is number two. 
again, to be like a world-class athlete at it, yes, extremely difficult. To actually just put some skates on and go smack a puck around with your buddies, like not Uh-oh. particularly Oh, reasons are he's come. He's typing. He's typing right now. That's high level rec hockey. I'm not putting myself <laughs> up there. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, like, you know, like tennis is number seven. Tennis, any any fool can hit a, a ball over a net. Yeah, I mean, so difficulty is a funny word when you talk about sports, right? right. Is the I mean, you have to have some like so to play sports, you have to have like some ability, right? Sure. That's well, the baseline. That's like the baseline. So if you don't have the ability, every sport is difficult. Yeah, <laughs> right? All sports are difficult if you don't have any sort of thought to how, how it works. Like if you're not like a natural at it. I mean, yes. there's some people who are just good athletes. And so sports doesn't seem difficult for them. So difficulty is a funny thing to say. I mean, you know, gymnastics is on here at eight. The gymnastics to me is impossible. It's like it's not just difficult. It's it's entirely impossible. I I was watching the the gymnastics and I can't do a single I can't do a single I can't even do like a forward tumble roll like without probably having to go to the hospital for like displaced thoracic vertebrae. I mean there's just no I can't do any of it. It's I get a zero. Like it's the most difficult thing I can think of to do. I can't cuz I can't do any of it. Well, it's like Leslie Jones has pivoted her Twitter about from commenting on pol- politics to commenting on the, on the basically live TV on Twitter is her thing. Okay. <laughs> she was like, is it funny? Just, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. She's like, oh. I don't understand how their arms just don't come off. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching the, the uh, uneven bars. Yeah. I mean, so it's, so when you think about something like that, you're like, okay, or I've been watching the tour de France and you know, these guys ride, right. It's not difficult. I can ride a bike. Right. But I cannot ride a bike up a mountain, and I cannot ride a bike up a mountain at speed. <laughs> this is impossible. Again, completely impossible. And I think that's the. And I think this person who is creating this list doesn't understand the impossibility of. Again, even at my, and I'm a, and I'm probably, you know, I, I consider myself to be a good athlete. Mm-hmm. And there's all these things that I just, I simply can't, I simply can't do. It's all just, it's all just impossible for me. Well, and that's, that's the thing that drives, drives me crazy about this because I also consider myself at least at my peak, maybe not today, mm-hmm. but look, I'm not elite, but better than most. All right. Sure. You know I mean? Yeah. Like if we're breaking it down by like the percentage rankings. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm 50, I'm on the right hand side of the bell curve yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yes. I think I'm like a B minus if you took everybody in. <laughs> okay. Like Fair. on the bell curve. Fair. And I've done a lot of surfing and I've played a lot of tennis and I played tennis at a reasonably high level for most amateur players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was a much better tennis player than I would ever a surfer. And I would argue that I probably put as many hours into the surfing as I ever did the tennis and just never could get that good at it. Right. I mean, so, that- so what does difficult mean? So this is this is this is the so I think sports ranked by worst outcome <laughs> would yeah. be would be the way like boxing like people have people you might die you get a you get a concussion and then you can't you can't speak properly for the rest of your life like ice hockey I saw that one goalie get like his throat slashed remember that remember yes, that guy yes. Clint Malachik. Well, yeah, football, you know, and it, you're pretty much, you know, you're pretty much guaranteed an ACL. 
like blowout. Basketball, similarly, you might you're going to get an ACL blowout. Also, I'm sorry, basketball is not difficult. <laughs> there are not. tons of dudes at the Y playing basketball. Like you can get, you can get absolutely like, like the old man at the church will give you buckets. Like <laughs> right. it's just not that hard. It's not, but it, it, at the high at the high end, right? I mean, there there are plenty of great basketball of players. It's not. It doesn't seem particularly exclusive when you get into that into the NBA level. It seems like there's a lot of good players there. Baseball, softball, is it difficult? Uh, I would argue that hitting. Okay, we're talking about pro level. Like mm-hmm. hitting is probably the maybe the most difficult thing on this sure. list. Unless you may, unless you take away, you know, the pitcher's ability to grip the ball, then you can just rip the ball all over the place. It might but, get easier over time. Yeah, it's. But as far as the sport is concerned, like playing baseball and softball is a lot of standing around. Yeah, let's be clear. It's just there's a lot of you hanging out and like, yelling, "Hey, batter! Hey, batter!" <laughs> And that's what makes me think this has to be looked at from the the becoming a professional. I think that's where we're at with the list here. Like that's okay. what the difficulty thing means. But that's yeah. again, why is golf at fifty one? Yeah, that makes golf like, and and the other thing is is like swimming at forty five. Are you kidding me? That shit's impossible. So difficult. And and again, I think that it, again, I have Olympics on my mind because I've been watching sure. qualifying and all that. That's why it's, I brought this up. Yeah, it skinnies up to nothing. Like, for all the people in the world who are swimming competitively right now in the United States, it skinnies up to like a dozen people. Right. Like, I was, uh, like, well, like 10 men and 10 women. Like, if you think gymnastics is even worse. Yeah, right. Like, it's six. Right. Out of totally. all the, out of all the, pe- of all the young men and women with Olympic dreams to be a gymnast, it skinnies up to nothing. So impossible. Like the odds of you making an Olympic team as a gymnast couldn't be longer. <laughs> you, you, you've got no chance. Sorry. I was watching the track trials and what struck me was like, so they do, I think, I, I think there are three or four heats for each race. I uh-huh. can't recall. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like a qualifying and a semifinal uh-huh. and then a final. They no, 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 not, the, not the progression, but like the original, like there's of the qualifying heats. I think there's four. I think so okay. there's 20, roughly 20 or 25 people that are going to run the race period. Yeah. Right. And, and, and 17 of them have no chance. Right. <laughs> so like, in every 15, heat, in 15 every of heat, them have no chance. In every single one of those heat, it's like the top college runners from the entire country. And like, only two out of maybe every six are actually competitive in their heat. Yeah. Sometimes it's just one person. And like in in the cases of like the people who have the hype, the elite players, the elite runners, Mm -hmm. they're just dusting the field. These people are the best other runners in the country and they're getting absolutely crushed. Yeah. Like losing by 1.4 seconds in the 200. Right. I don't even, why are you even there? Like, what are you even doing? The, I, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. I feel like, so awful for these poor bastards in like the 10,000 meter who get lapped. Right. The second I got lapped in the 10,000 meters, I would just run into the locker room. Like, what am I doing Next here? Next time the lap, you just run down yeah, the tunnel. I just go right out the tunnel. Because what are you even doing here? If you get lapped in the 10,000 meter, I don't even, just go home. I, you know, I know you've worked hard and trained hard. Right. But, you know, when you go a lap down in a, in a distance race, it's, it's, it go, you're, you're done. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you know, not to be again horny on Maine, <laughs> but the the telegenic, the high telegenic factor of uh, American female sprinting is just off the charts. 
What's happening? Off, off the charts. The 400 meter hurdle, the 200 meter, the 400 meter. I'm nodding. The, the, the 800 meter. It is all off the charts. Off the it's, charts. It's unbelievable. How come the best looking... How come the best looking people are now the fastest people? Don't they already have enough advantages in this world? Like you're already the best looking person. You have to be the fastest person too. You have to think that the way genetics works, (laughs) that sort of attractiveness must align with athletics. Like it doesn't always, but it's very rare that you just see somebody who's an Olympic champion. who's just like, butt ugly. Oh, but it's, it's really off the chart. It's way off the chart, way off the chart. God bless them. I, I I wouldn't have brought it up if you hadn't mentioned it, but I couldn't believe what I was watching. I'm like, what is happening? Why are all these women gorgeous? Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, we should we should move on. We should move on. Segment number two. All right. So speaking of the Olympics, um, in segment two, you quote tweeted Simone Biles yesterday. She mm-hmm. said she was back in Houston and missing Imos, which I came to understand is some kind of St. Louis restaurant. Emos Pizza, Emos, Emos with an I, I know. With, you know, so it's like, e, like, like, like the reverse I, reverse of Ian, <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay. Ian, Ian, Emos, uh, Emos Pizza is St. Louis style pizza, and what is that? It, it is it. Well, it's not for everyone. So oh. if you, so if people have, if you look at Emos Pizza, it's very polarizing. You either love it or it's the worst thing you've ever eaten. Um. If you want to go by some sort of national standard, which might be Dave Portnoy eating pizza, which I know you hate him. He's the worst. He's the worst. He, it's like, Emos is like a seven and a half. Like a good, it's cracker. It's like basically like a cracker crust. Okay. The toppings are very sort of thin. Okay. I like very, thin. It's very crispy, but they use a cheese called Prevel, mm. which is this super processed cheese that sticks to your teeth. It's like a Velveeta type thing, right? It's it's sort of yeah, it's not quite like Velveeta, but it's close. It's in that family, and I love it personally. Like if you get the special, like they use like full strips of bacon on it, and I think it's tremendous. It's my favorite pizza. Whenever I go to the St. Louis area, I gotta have some Emos. Okay. And um, but it is it's like skyline chili. Like either mm. people think it's the most disgusting thing ever, or people think it's the greatest thing ever. I would try this pizza. This sounds interesting. Oh, to me. I like so, a good thin crust pizza. It's again, if you if 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 the if the tang of the Prevel hits you in the right way, if you if you're oh, into it, tang. the word tang, man, <laughs> bringing that eat, miracle whip shit over here. I don't want anything to do with that. If you eat it and you're down with the Prevel, it is absolutely the best, and I I personally love it, and uh, I've been eating it for. Years and years and years, and I miss it. And I, you know, my sister actually sent me some for my birthday last year, and it was the, you know, they they sell the frozen ones that they ship to you in dry ice, and I was uh, I was thrilled to have it. Oh well, well, next time that happens, let me know. Oh, uh, definitely. Oh, I wasn't okay. sharing. Though. I didn't even share it with my family. Well, get an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even share it with my family. I'd make the pizza, and be like, get tell away your from sister it. to send me one. I don't, <laughs> it's not that complicated. All right. So, in the spirit of that tweet, I sent you this list, and it admittedly yeah. a painful list. Okay. Normally when I send you these aggregated lists, I try to like pull the, the relevant material out of like the terrible slideshow. Uh-huh. But um, in this case, it is a list of now defunct like chain restaurants that, I mean, maybe at some time, some of these restaurants had like more than like 1300 locations nationwide. They're just gone. Right. Yeah. And what struck me, first of all, is that here's the list of questions or here's a list of restaurants from this list that what was like 40 deep. 
Yes, it was a long list. Yeah. <laughs> I like when they're like, here's 25 restaurants, and then the list is like 50, <laughs> 50 slides. Like, you assholes. Anyway, so this is it. These are all the ones that I was even familiar with. Mm. Ben- Bennigan's. Okay. A&W. Yep. So they still have A&W. Mm-hmm. A&W I, exists still. Right. And they it's, mention that. But my, my favorite part about the... Whenever you stumble across an A&W now, it's usually sharing... Um, it's usually sharing property with a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken, because mm. I think it's a yum, it's a yum brand. Ah. So it's the it's the it's the half A and W half KFC, <laughs> which is nice because you can get fried chicken and then you get that delicious root beer. Yeah. So it's not a bad deal. I miss A and W. That was a staple for my childhood. Mm. Um, Blimpy Subs, Howard Johnson's. Okay, so Howard Johnson's was like when you know, when I was a little kid, we used to do these massive car trips around the country. Right. And Hojo's was always like right on the exit, yep. like that that blue and orange Dilio. I don't think well, I the, ate there more than a few times though, but it was always right there. Yeah, the death of the road trip really killed Hojo. Yeah, um, yeah. TCBY and Tony <sighs> Ro- Tony Romas, and that's it. And this list was like fifty restaurants long. The rest of these I'd never heard. Hide nor hair. I guess I understand Burger Chef. Like I'm familiar with the name. Yeah. So like, I've never seen one. Right. I have actual Burger Chef experience, and again, it was like a you know, it was like it was the place you did you went to when you didn't want to go to McDonald's. Okay. It was like oh hey it's Burger Chef let's go there and then all of a sudden they were gone. But I have to tell you a Tony Roma story. Okay. Tony Roma used to have um, all you can eat rib night. I got kicked out of all you can eat rib night at Tony Roma's. They 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 cut me off because I had eaten, I don't know, I think I ate like four slabs of ribs or something like that. They're like, you're done. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, she said, would you like more? And I said, I'm thinking about it. She says, no, you're not going to have more. <laughs> I'm like, well, some kind of all you can eat rib night this is. Fucking Tony Roma. Well, now you know why these restaurants close because... The margins are so thin in the restaurant industry that they can't survive any sort of shift in in the market in any way. Yeah. And that's why yeah. these restaurants disappear. So I started like looking into like why do these restaurants close? And it really mm. just boils down to um like there was bad weather for one season. <laughs> that was <it. laughs> that was it. Right. Right. Um, the uh so there were a couple that that weren't on the list, well that I had very you know, very deep experience with. Godfather's Pizza. Mm, yes. Rock you like a Herman Cain. Do R- it. R.I.P. R- 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 <laughs> Isn't it funny that a black guy found, 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 you know, founded Godfather's Pizza? Anyway, um, and then there was a place called Swenson's. You remember Swenson's? Vaguely. It was a it was the kind of place where you could order a, like a big thick hamburger and fries. And then if you ordered a milkshake, they served it to you in the glass. And then the tin mm-hmm. had like some, the tin they made the thing and had a little extra milkshake in it. So they gave sure. you the tin as well. Why don't they just get a glass that's big enough to hold it? Because <laughs> they want to give I, you the tin. They want to give you the tin with like three inches of milkshake in the bottom of it. It so you just can makes like it cool it back down. You just kind of you know it's a little more because they because they you know they give you some whipped cream and stuff. Remember Long John Silver? I do. Yeah, I mean the I mean the uh, what's the local one here? What was the what was the local crappy not Ivers but there's another crappy. I don't fish remember joint. another crappy fish joint. There's a crappy fish joint. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll, I don't know. It occurs to me. Somebody will, somebody will help me with it. Josh, Josh, you're listening. You help me with that. <laughs> um, I was Bo- curious, though. Sorry, go ahead. Boston Market. 
I, I ate a lot. Of, I ate a lot of Boston Market. I, I drove like, by a lot of Boston markets. <laughs> I ate a lot of Boston Market. There was one on. There was one in Wallingford that was, uh, and I ate 45. there a lot. I, I drove by that one a thousand times. Never once even <laughs> never considered one. going in were there. Were you not? Were you not down with the Boston Market? About I never like had it. It just popped up. I was like, "What's that? I don't know. It's weird." I'm, I'm what I associate Boston Market with. I just assume they serve baked beans. So I was like, <laughs> so, "What?" It's I mean, like, wasn't it? Wasn't it basically like like chicken and sides? It's like yeah, a chicken like a holiday and sides dinner. <laughs> it's a holiday dinner yeah, restaurant. You, like, you buy like a half a ch- half a roasted chicken, and they and you have a, some choices of sides. That was never what I was looking for for my fast food. Maybe if I <laughs> lived like in the immediate vicinity and I yeah. just didn't want to cook, that'd be more. Yeah, than which was akin to the Kenny Rogers roaster. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we had that here in Seattle. Did we? Have I, never Kenny Rogers? I never oh. saw one. I never saw one. There was a um, yeah. So there was another chicken joint. Now that I'm thinking about it, that was um, Capons. Do you remember Capons? No. Oh my God, it was so good. It was there was one in Wallingford that was kick ass, and uh, again a rotisserie chicken place that you could buy like half a chicken or a whole chicken, and like they had sides that you could buy. It was it was kick ass. It's gone. My Tony Roma story is that the only Tony Romas I've ever been to was in Anchorage, Alaska, mm. and that Tony Romas for reasons I will never know had two sand volleyball courts outside and they ran like a league in the summer. You would go there on the weekend in the summer and there'd just be people outside playing beach volleyball. Like seriously. That's a, that's a decent idea. I mean, if you had the land, I mean, right? if you had like to have a bar, I would, if, if I knew there was a volleyball league, like a sand volleyball league playing like a two on two league, I would might, I might go down there and have my, have some beers and hang out and watch people dive around in the sand. Yeah, I mean, there was a time in my life where you could have gotten me out there. I remember, yeah. like, wanting to go. I was like, I'm going to play in this league. <laughs> <laughs> These people must be cool. <laughs> was anyone playing with jeans on? Uh, not that I saw. Oh, no, well. I don't think anyone plays with jeans on. <laughs> oh, that, I, guess that's only, I guess that's only Tom Cruise then who does I that. I guess so. But, you know, this is a decline thing, right? This whole, the, all these restaurants are now in decline, like Applebee's, TGI mm. Fridays. I don't know. I don't know how. I, don't, I can't. I don't think I know a person. If, if I guess if I ask the next 20 people that I see, like at work or whatever, and ask them, when's the last time or first time you've eaten at an Applebee's or a TGI Fridays, I bet I'd go zero for 20. Oh, well, if you ask me, I could tell you exactly both, I think. Um, the TGI Fridays at this point has been years, but there was one when I lived in Bellevue that we used to go to fairly frequently. A TGI Fridays? Mm-hmm. And then, um, as far as Applebee's, when we were shopping for this house, and I think I've told this story before, there's an Applebee's like right down on the corner. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I've never eaten in there. Let's go in there. And so we went in there and I'm like, cool, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> now I know. I know what the story is. I don't ever have to come back. We the last time I went to an Applebee's, um, it was again like a really hot. It was super hot, like in the you know, and we didn't have air conditioning, mm-hmm. and so we had, we went to dinner at the Applebee's because we knew one hundred percent they had like rocking air conditioning. And then that was the only that's the only way you can get me into an Applebee's, like desperate for coolness, not like actual temperature coolness, not like other coolness. I also can't let this thing go without a hat tip to the people at Sambo's. Oh God! Why do you why are you bringing this up? <laughs> because I can't it's believe the gall to name your restaurant Sambo. I, I and, I'm, and I am old enough to remember seeing Sambo's all, all around. Like there were like 
the Bob's Big Boy, uh-huh. which had the iconic Bob's Big Boy with the little pompadour thingy or whatever his hair is, style is, right. and Sambo's, which is just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Well, it's like, oh, my name is Sam, and your last name starts with Bo, so let's call it Sambo's and just pretend like nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> God. <laughs> disgusting <laughs> america is amazing oh. love it was there anything on this list though because there were so many weird ones anything that that, that was stood out to you as something like you really missed that was no you know, you know i don't miss any of these places i mean no. they die for a reason right. right i mean you know i have again i have i have fond memories of like i said swenson's because my mom used to take me there after we went to the orthodontist but 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 aside from, you know, these places are all these places are all just sort of throwaway. Just like any mostly national chain or region, like large regional chains, it's like, you know, I don't know. They're, I miss the I miss the Black Angus. <laughs> it's just like you get a good steak at the Black Angus, and it wasn't going to break the bank. Yeah. Now there's really? no there's no like inexpensive steak restaurant anymore. No, that's and not... I don't need it to be cheap. But right. I, I mean, there's got to be something between like. I don't know what's a terrible steak. It doesn't. I can't even no. think of one. But and like Del Frisco's, right? Like you got to give right. me, like give me a yeah. casual dining steak option. Where's the, the keg at? See <laughs> the keg, the ram. Does the ram? Will the ram do you a steak? I don't. I think don't know. So. I haven't been to the ram in a long time. So there was this place. Let, let's just keep this segment going a little too long. <laughs> but there was a place in Portland called Country Bills. Mm. Now Country Bills would give you a nice steak, and then it's you order the baked potato, and they'd come around with this this like this little carrying case that had like butter and chives and sour cream and if you asked for any of them they would give you way too much <laughs> it's, which is awesome the place is closed now but here was the best thing about it in the entertainment book remember the entertainment book you could buy that had coupons in it yes they would take your entertainment coupon for a buy one get one free steak dinner and they would never punch your number and you could come back and you could use it over and over and over again and they were just happy that you came in i think and ate their food and drank their drinks and and you got like a whole stick of butter on your on your uh, on your baked potato and it was like a dream but did, sad, sadly i believe it's closed now did you ever eat at steak and ale no okay no i think maybe i have <laughs> I think. it's they're on the right track I mean, yeah. that's what people want. Like, they want some steak and ale. Yeah. <laughs> just, just don't know. Steak and sides. Give it up. Give it up. Let's go to segment three. All right, in segment three, I'm not even going to bother to set the timer because we're getting through this. Now, I don't think it's going to take the full 10 minutes. I timed it out, but it depends on how fast the page loads. <laughs> so here we go. This is so a question. Is, so I, this is, we're gauging the fact that I may or may not be a psychopath. Correct. So okay. it says this quiz will tell you if you're a total nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, how it was marketed and how it showed up in my feed was uh, take this quiz to find out if you're a psychopath with a picture of Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was like, oh, we have to do this. My political opponents who have been monitoring our podcast, their ears just peaked up. They're All just right. like, oh, here we go. All right, they're gonna find. They're gonna use this against me in my in my upcoming election. All right. So this is multiple choice. Um, so stay with me. Okay. All right. Basically, this first one, you're just going to either agree or disagree. Most of it is agree or disagree, right? I'm going to give you a situation and then I'm giving you four responses. You can pick one. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like I'm always being watched. Probably not, but it's whatever, man. Sometimes, but I'm probably overreacting. 
No, that seems weird. Of course, we're all being watched. <laughs> Probably not, but whatever. Okay. Do you like to go out and party? Yeah, I'm usually down for anything. Sometimes I like a good mix of staying in and going out. Never. Socializing is a waste of time. Occasionally, but I get easily overwhelmed. The second one. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. Really interesting. Because I'm old. Because I'm old. I know. Someone asks you out on a date. Do you immediately search for their social media profiles? Sometimes, just to see what kind of person they are. I have made a fake social media profile for this purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Always. And if I don't like what I find, I'll cancel it. Nah, I just go with the flow. I would just go with the flow. I'm not looking. I would not look up your social media. All right. I mean, I'm a sometimes. I'm a sometimes. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up in the age of social media, so I'm, I'm sure that's a pretty common practice these days. When you're when when before you go out with somebody, you got to check their socials. I'm sure. You'd be almost dumb not to in this day and age. It but. feels like a it feels like foolish. Like yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. ideally, you'd have a PI follow around. For <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone is walking slowly ahead of you. What do you do? I follow them to their destination. <laughs> I, <laughs> I go out of my way to walk ahead of them. Slow walkers drive me crazy. I attempt to get around them, but if I can, it's no big deal. Nothing. What's the rush? Uh, I attempt to get around them, okay. but no big deal. But I, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone likes to walk at their own pace, right? I don't know. Get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> I follow them to their destination. <laughs> That's really why I wanted to do this because when I saw this, some of these responses are so crazy. It's great. Do you usually sleep through the night? I have trouble sleeping. My thoughts are always racing. Sleep? What? So the government can monitor my vitals while I'm unconscious? No thanks. Most of the time, unless I have things on my mind or work to do, I always sleep for however long I need. Yeah, it's the third one. The most most of the time. Most of the time. Okay. I think that's but like the everybody. but the government the government is monitoring my vitals. I do have a bed that does that does report on my uh, that gives me a report of my sleep quality, mm. and um, and I'm sure they're monitoring it. And by the government, <laughs> you mean like Apple? <laughs> exactly. Hmm. How many notifications are on your phone right now? I have no idea. Who cares about that stuff? None. I hate it when my home screen is overloaded with notifications. Some, but I'll usually clear them out every now and then. I like to use a flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) I like to clear the baffles. Like I, 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 you know, if, uh, so I guess I'm three. Some. Some. Because, you know, sometimes you like, if, if you're, if your texts are sort of chirping at you, right. If it has the number on it, like I gotta, I gotta look at that. Yeah, you see people post pictures of their phone on the internet, and it's just like I have eleven hundred unread. It's like, oh wait, no! Is like, yeah, like twelve hundred unread like t- texts. Well, like, this is the whole thing with these people that participated. Like, I, you know, people talk on the internet about their group chats, and I'm like, leave me out of the group. Chat. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with the thousand text messages. I have a small family group chat for each side of the if each side of the family. Shit they're very be important. They're very. They're very. They're mostly very quiet. And mm-hmm. so I'm happy to keep them going. I have a family member who puts me on a group chat with people who like numbers I don't even have. I assume I'm related to them, but I don't know them well. But, like I'm just like, I don't even know what the conversation's about. I'm like, mute. Sorry. All right. Do, do you have many pet peeves? Loud chewing, being late, people who talk during a movie, etc. I like that they felt the need to explain what a pet mm-hmm. peeve is. Sure. No, not really. I'm chill with whatever people want to do. A couple, but they don't get in the way of my relationships. People are constantly irritating me. 
Yes, and I always tell them to stop or else they'll face the consequences. <laughs> I'm here to you. Here for. No, I, I'm the irritating I'm, one. I'm sort, of, I'm sort of in between two and three, but I'll take two. I'll take the second choice okay. this time because I do have a number of pet peeves, but I usually just sort of fire them off in my brain and then just go about my day. Like They don't haunt me. No, I, I, I don't see. I don't keep it inside. I just I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are right. you doing? <laughs> right. Generally, I'm like, what is happening? And then yeah, I just yeah. move. And then I just go on with my day. You're feeling sick. What do you do? Wait it out. It's usually nothing. Eat a Tide Pod to clean my insides. <laughs> go to the doctor. Google my symptoms and assume that I'm dying. Inject. Uh, there's no inject my with bleach. There's no inject. I think bleach. that's the Tide Pod one. The that's... Tide Pod one. I'm most of a one. You know, this is the funniest thing about growing up as the as the child of a medical professional is, you know, my dad would always be like, you'll be fine. <laughs> he's, yeah, he, he was sort of loath to give like, like medicine, like, mm-hmm. which was kind of funny. I just think it's, a, I mean, but I'm sort of the same way now. It's like, I am you too. know what? It's like, I don't want to take the medicine unless I have to take the medicine. If I can get by with, if I can get by with some Gatorade and maybe like some ibuprofen or yeah. anything like some, something like that. But I don't want to need, I don't need like a, an exoblictoplasm whatever no. medicine i don't want any of that business no so i always like i don't want to take medicine because i want to know how sick i am or how badly i'm hurt right right yeah. if i get to a point where it's unbearable i'll take something yeah yeah are you a punctual person i try to be but i can run late sometimes i refuse to acknowledge the laws of linear time <laughs> I try to be, but I can run late sometimes. I'll get there whenever I go. Oh, sorry. This, I think this is an error. So sorry. I'll get there whenever I get there, dude. Being late is unacceptable. I am somewhere between the first and the last one. I try to be on time. I'm very much a, I'm very much a, I would rather be 10 minutes early and sit in my car in the parking lot and then walk in on time. Yes. Person for sure. So what does that make me? One or four? Do you run late because you're like dicking around? No, I usually, I'm always like, if I have to meet you at one o'clock and I know it takes 10 minutes to get there, I usually leave 15, 20 minutes early. Okay. Because like I I have friends who are late just because they're like, oh, I should have left 20 minutes ago. Uh," I was like, (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing? Like, like, you know, we have to be, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I may be more of a a one, but I, I don't have a hard, I don't, I don't have a, I don't hold other people to that. Like if someone's late, I'm like, oh, it doesn't really. Matter. Well, I already selected being late is unacceptable. So you're just going to have to deal with it. All right. Now. Fine. You find out that someone has touched your stuff without your permission. What do you do? <laughs> I, <yell laughs> I let it go. <laughs> I let it go. What's the, what's the, uh, sorry. I let it. I, what? Sorry. This thing is all jacked up. <laughs> uh, I let it go. What? I don't, I can't read this. I let it go. That's the answer. Okay. Mm. Um, Oh, no. Okay, here it is. I freak out and sanitize everything immediately. I burn the contaminated belongings. I'm a little annoyed, but there's nothing to do about it. I let it go. What's the big deal? I I don't... It's That's not the reason I get mad for people touching my shit. Because it's not about cleanliness. Mm-hmm. It's like, just don't touch my shit. Right. You know, it's, yeah. you know... Post-its are fine, whatever. I don't know. Even with my kids, I'm like, why are you touching my stuff? Yeah. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah. You can ask. Yeah. But don't touch my stuff. <laughs> so I'm a little annoyed, but there's nothing a to do about A little annoyed. It. I'm a little annoyed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my in-laws were over at 
the kids are in the, the standing pool we have and I have the air pump out there because I have to there's a leak in the the flotation part of the pool and I have to keep filling mm-hmm. it up my father-in-law picks it up and like he's gonna stick the nozzle of the air in the water to like make bubbles and I'm like I, what what are you doing <laughs> he's like well I wasn't gonna stick the whole thing and I'm like yes until it falls out of your hand and then I no longer have an air pump right like, what are you doing I don't what are you doing I'll come to your house and just like start fucking around with your stuff <laughs> that's all that's how I feel it's like yeah you know yeah just whatever I don't touch other light- people's stuff I don't touch other people's stuff I ask I'm a you know very a very very keenly aware of that that right. stuff we've talked many times before about like my wife's cleaning up I'm like no you're hiding my things <laughs> <laughs> the light turns green but the car in front of you doesn't move what now wait it out they'll move eventually lay it on the horn come on buddy we all have places to be give them a few then honk wants to get their attention rear end them <laughs> rear end <laughs> <laughs> um so this is this is interesting because yeah, first you have to ascertain what they're doing. Like if they're tech, if they're on their phone, they're getting a, they're getting a, they're getting a brief. A they're getting a, they're yeah. getting, not a blast. They're getting a they're getting a polite toot. They no, get, a polite toot is when I don't know what you're doing. If I know you're fucking around, you're getting the blast. <laughs> the I'm ready to sort of like let me forearm. just shake you out. Of, let me just shake you out of whatever you're doing. Like if you're fucking around. Like, you know, if you're dealing with the kids or whatever, whatever. But if you definitely, if I can see your phone and you're looking at that phone, you're going to get a. I like might a, rear end you. Like, like a one second, like a, like yeah. a, huh? That's mm-hmm. it. All right. If so you're, if you you're just give sort of, them a few. Yeah. Honk once. Right. You get the little, the, the short double tap. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Double beep. Double yeah. beep is a friendly beep. Yeah. That's why I like to differentiate. Hey, you're not paying I attention. I want to make my intentions You're not paying clear. attention. Bye-bye. do you consider yourself a warrior nope life is pretty cool most of the time yes and everyone tells me so not really i try to take things in stride yes because the rapture is imminent (laughs) (laughs) i try to take everything in stride but i live with a warrior so she does all the hard work she does all the hard she does she does all the heavy lifting and i'm just here to sort of like like say oh yes you should worry about that yes yes no yes maybe I spend a lot of time saying, have you considered not getting worked up about things outside your control? (laughs) You may not like it, but accept it. (laughs) In the words of Randy Savage. Right. (laughs) Is it difficult for you to hide your emotions? What emotions? Yes, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. It depends, but I usually just express how I'm feeling. Why would I hide what I'm feeling? Let's talk it out. No, I'm hiding my... I usually hide my feelings. I'm pretty okay. good about that. And then I put on a mask and I beat up, you know, and then I beat up criminals at night. So you're going to go with what emotions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you work under pressure? I always do my best, but my performance can suffer. Pressure, there's no pressure. We all work at our own pace. There always comes a point when I just snap. Honestly, I totally fall apart. It's probably that first one. I always try my best and you know, you get what you get. I didn't have a good match for this one for myself. Yeah. Cause what happens with me is that like, I will turn out fantastic fucking work product under pressure, mm-hmm. but everyone around me suffers. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't talk to my family. I'm like, I can't, right. I can't talk. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm in yeah. the middle of this. I'm in the middle of this. I'm concentrating yep. on this. I can't deal with you right now. Yeah, Go exactly. Away. 
Are you someone who envisions? Actually, I'm kind of like that all the time. I'm like, Dad, Dad I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> One second. Are you someone who envisions the worst case scenario? All the time. It can ruin my experiences. I am impervious to danger. Definitely not. I let the universe decide my fate. Only when there's a big risk that something will go wrong. Only I'm only a big risk person. Most of the time, Me too. I'm happy to just go around, do my thing. But I don't want to die or kill anybody. So, you know. No, I... I I, uh, when there is, you know, when there's a possibility of like something significantly bad happening, it's like, yes, yes, I'm going to think through whatever we're doing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Your Uber driver makes a wrong turn. What do you do? I send a report to corporate and demand they pull over immediately. (laughs) I politely let them know that they made a mistake, open the door and barrel roll out. I let it slide. I'm always down for an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how wrong a turn can they make? Aren't they using guys? Don't they use, don't they use don't they use like uh i'm i'm i guess i gotta count myself lucky because my i don't use uber very often or ride mm-hmm. chair or anything like that but when i have i've had pretty good experiences i've never had anybody like go like like we're nowhere near your destination <laughs> it's like oh i'm sorry whatever uh, so have you had you've, you've had poor you've had poor experience with a with an uber driver i've had some some questionable experiences for sure mm-hmm. just give them a low rating that, uh, like, it depends. It depends on the situation. Um, but I've definitely been like, I, 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 the thing that drives me crazy. And I, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself because sometimes I can't remember what I've said on the podcast and what we've just, we've only about. done 177 <laughs> episodes, <laughs> <laughs> but like there's, I've gotten in a cab before. Right. And I'll be like, or, or an Uber and like, this is where I'm going. And the guys are like, Oh great. Where's that? And I'm like, and I've said this. I'm like, I don't know. I don't live here. Like, I just got to We're at the airport, dumbass. I just told you to take me to a hotel. I don't know where the fuck it is. You Put are, it in your phone. You are the transportation professional. I've asked you to take me from A to B. You should be able to get me from A to B. Yeah, you're not my buddy who I asked for a ride. And he's like, okay, where are we going? All right. So you say, so you politely let them know they made a mistake. Or are you going to let right. it slide? I'm going to let, I probably politely say, hey, uh, I think you should, you, you know, I think you missed our turn. Okay. Yes. Kind of a thing. I probably would. I probably would. I probably would say that. Is this the fast way or are you? St- <laughs> How do you feel about kids? Kids are nasty little germ magnets. <laughs> I don't feel one way or the other. They're just little humans. I like kids unless they're screaming on an airplane. Children are aliens disguised in human suits. No, I like kids. I like kids all the time. I don't like parents all the time, but no. I don't like, but uh, any, any bad kids generally do to bad parents. Like, and right. I, and I understand this depending yeah. and, and I've been, you know, I've been, I've been very good about, you know, I've, I've flown with some kids who were going through some tough times sure. <laughs> and their parents were going through some tough times and I've, you know. I've done what I could to like let them know that hey, it's cool. Don't worry about it. We've all we've all taken that flight. If yeah. you've got kids, that's the people who don't have kids are the people who generally get twisty about this. But the second you have kids and you have to deal with it, the one time it it pretty much you pretty much have empathy for the whole. You know, yeah. I've got the I've got the clap back ready for anybody to get in my ear about my kids on an airplane. You think I'm having a good time? <laughs> <laughs> you want to give it a shot? <laughs> Oh, thankfully my kids are pretty good travelers, but there was one flight from Orlando to Seattle where my daughter cried the whole fucking time. Like it was brutal. That sucks. Yeah. 
Would you? Consider- it was drinks, drinks, drinks for a lot of people on the right. in the in the rows. Yeah, on me. It's all good, good for, people. Good for you. Would you consider yourself a patient person? The alien overlords wait for no one. <laughs> no, I have places to be, for the most part. But I have my limits. Certainly, everyone goes at their own pace. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a, probably that third one. What was that one? The, for the most part, but I have my limits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody. Yeah, everyone has their limits. I mean, I'm no. I'm not a saint. I mean, I'm. No. But I'm. I'm willing to. I'm willing. To, generally, I'm like interested to see how things turn out. <laughs> It's like, I don't know where we're going with this, but I'm going to go ahead and just sit back and just say, let's, let's, let's be patient and figure out what's going to happen. Okay. Someone goes in for a handshake, but you give them a hug instead. Whoa. What do you do? <laughs> Feel such intense embarrassment that I want to crawl into a hole, crack a joke about it, awkwardly apologize and move on. Double check to make sure they don't have tentacles where their hands should be. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one going in for a hug? Yeah, yeah. You accidentally hugged somebody who was trying to hand, give you a handshake. <laughs> are you embarrassed do you make a joke do you apologize this is this is this is always so thank god for for chris farley because you know the brother's got a hug like, like at least you have an out if you're yeah if you're you know there's some you know how there's some people in your life that you do hug mm-hmm. and then or you're really close with one person and then you're maybe not so close with their, their significant other. So you give them the hug and then you, <laughs> you don't, do you hug the other person? Cause they're no. the SO like they get, you gotta get it's baby steps, right? It's like baby steps. But I've, I found myself in that situation where like you have a friend and you know, you hug them and then they're SO and you're like, do we hug? And then, yeah. And then awkwardness ensues. I'll just be like, do you want a hug? Well, All get, weird like that. I'll be like, come get a hug. <laughs> come get some of this. Come get a hug. <laughs> All right, so crack a joke about it is what we're going with? Probably, yes. Okay. Crack a joke about it. We're almost done. You're about to leave early from a party. What do you do? Leave the party early. Why would I do that? I tell the host I'm leaving and duck out before anyone sees me. I say goodbye to my friends and head out. I set off fireworks to distract the guests and sneak away under my invisibility cloak. <laughs> it's three. I'm happy to. I mean, I'm. I've never been one who, you know. I just make the rounds. Hey, peace. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And then you're like later, 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 later. And you're out. I say goodbye to anybody I want to see again. Yeah, I just say goodbye. I just you know you say goodbye to the people. You say thank you to the host. Goodbye. Yeah. And then kind of as you work your way out of the party, you're just like, hey, see you. Bye, 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 bye. Out. Yeah. When I wasn't doing a lot of socializing like that, though, I, I mm. definitely adopted the Irish goodbye. I just, pff, I'm out. <laughs> goodbye. Just you just yeah. evaporate. Yeah, people would always text me like, "Where'd you go?" I'm like, "I fucking left." <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Wa- I, mean, <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I gotta hit up the host at least on the way yeah. out. I'm so talking about like you. my late twenties. Like when, yeah, I'm, yeah. like maybe I'm going to two, three parties in one night. That kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's like yeah. I left. This place is like it's swingers. This place, <laughs> yeah. this is lame. This is lame anyway. This place is dead. <laughs> this place is dead anyway. You're waiting for someone to respond to an important message. How are you feeling? Relaxed. I'm sure they'll get back to me at some point. Furious. How dare they ignore me for any length of time? Sick with worry. What if they're mad at me? A little nervous, but I can distract myself with other tasks pretty easily. I'm okay with things. I'm okay with firing messages into the ether, and and whenever they come back, they come back because. Like I'm guilty of doing the same thing to people <laughs> here and there. It's like, yeah, it's okay. I and know. I have to organize a show with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And yeah, fair enough. The, um, but you know, and if it's important, I'll just follow up. Hey, Hey, I, I sent you a message the other day. I really need a response. Yeah. And then, and then, then, then they, then if I really, need, I, you know, I will badge you on all channels if I need to, but hopefully it never comes to that. All right. How do you express anger or frustration? I bottle up my anger and flip out when I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I go to the gym, walk it off or talk about it with someone. I vow to destroy the source of my outrage. Just take a few deep breaths, man. It's all good. It's two. It's three that leads to four. <laughs> <laughs> I vow to destroy you and then I get over it. And then I'm like, you have to pick. Over. I know. I think it's probably, it's probably the last one. Then it's probably. Right. I, have you ever destroyed anyone? Yes, <laughs> but but I mean, it was those are those are extenuating circumstances. Are you an optimist, a pessimist, or a realist? I like to think that I'm an optimist, but I'm more of a realist. I only see darkness in the world. I'm pretty much an optimist. I'm a bit of a pessimist. Uh, I'm a bit. I'm an optimist, a bit of a pessimist. Right. I'm probably you know eighty twenty. I'm an eighty twenty rule. Okay, eighty percent optimist. Is productivity important to you? Not really. I put my needs first. Yes, of course, I'm building a time machine. When I don't have a productive day, I beat myself up about it. Yes, but the desire to be productive doesn't consume my life. Yeah, that's four for me, for sure. Uh, but uh, speaking of time machine, I did watch Guy Pierce's time machine the other day. on TV. How was that? Uh, it was a trip down memory lane. Yeah, I, I remember when Guy Pierce played like heroes, like mm. before he decided he just wanted to be like bad guys all the time. But um, I don't know. It's it's not a terrible. It's not a terrible adaptation. I always like that story. Okay. Do you think that you are an empathetic person? Empathy is a sign of weakness. I'm always in tune with the feelings of others. I like to be, but other people can frustrate me so much. I try to be as empathetic as I can without letting it affect me too drastically. Hmm. Yeah, it's a. I'm I'm vacillating between two and four here. Maybe it's more four. Okay. Because when it comes right down to it, it's like, you know, at some point it's like, ah, it's out of my control. <laughs> your feelings are, I, you know, I'm in tune with what, you know, I'm in tune with what you're feeling, but. Right. Unless you're, unless you're part of the inner circle, I, you know, I'm, I pretty much don't really care. I have a hard time too being, being empathetic when I can't understand your reaction. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what, why don't you just calm down? <laughs> <laughs> I see, I can see this is very important to you. Yeah. Do you have many friends? I have a good mix of close friends and acquaintances. Friends? No thanks. I do have a vast collection of puppets. I can only <laughs> handle a few friendships at a time. I have so many friends that it's hard to keep track of them. One. I'm a one. Okay. Come on. Are we done? Oh. You're hosting a dinner party for your friends. Some of them offer to help you prep food in the kitchen. What do you say? If unwrapping McDonald's counts as prepping, then sure. No way. Besides, I'll have all the I'll have done all the prepping in advance. Yeah, as long as it's only a few. Too many cooks can get complicated. For sure, the more the merrier. Uh three. Yeah, I'm always I'm always down for some help in the kitchen. You want to? Don't you unwrap those stuff? crackers? <laughs> <laughs> can you peel the lid off the six layer dip? Thanks. Right. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> You're going on vacation far from home. The airport is 30 minutes away. What time do you leave your house? Probably an hour or two before my flight. As early as possible, I'd rather sit in the airport all day than miss my flight. At least two hours before my flight. 
I don't trust planes. They seem like witchcraft. <laughs> it's, it's, it's three, but it's, you know, I am, it's elite. So <laughs> there's this funny thing that goes on around here and I inherited it from my mom. So if the flight leaves at 1045, I always tell everyone it leaves at 10 mm. and then we get to the airport and they look, it's like, it's 1045. We're here at like nine. <laughs> we're thinking for a 1030 for a 10 o'clock flight. You know, it's like we're through We're you know, we're through nowadays. They don't even, they don't, they don't trust me. It's like, well, I need to see the boarding passes because I've done it too, too many times. I'm like, you don't need to see the boarding passes. It's like, oh. what time does the plane leave? 10. The flight leaves at 10. 10 what? 10. You know 45. my deal. 45. <laughs> You don't want to stop. Correct. When I was doing a lot of business travel, my goal is to park and walk and not sit down until it's in the seat in the plane. Straight when on. I walk up to the gate, I want to get there while they're making the first boarding call. And then you're through. Yep. Different when you're traveling with your family, obviously. Obviously. I would be much earlier. I'm a little, I mean, if it's just me myself, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I probably show up just as early to be honest with you, but then you're to relax, you know, have some coffee and a, you know, watch a little, you know, listen to a little, listen to some music. I don't know. Chill out. Is, is it psychotic to use the pandemic as a, a parenting tool? This is why we don't go anywhere. You can't follow basic instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Someone makes a rude comment about your outfit. How do you react? Laugh it off. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. I feel terrible and will dwell on it for the rest of the day. I feel a little hurt, but it's not a big deal. What? They're not a fan of head to toe leather? <laughs> It's got to be a one for me. I don't really care. Here's uh, first, I'm old, and then secondly, I'm like the total king of normcore. Like what you can't even you can't even criticize what I wear. It's it's so basic. I'm not out on a limb in any regard regarding my. uh, my, I remember when I bagged you for joggers on the golf course, and you were actually the right. You were actually correct. So good for you. And, you and, know this took and, me seven and, and minutes. I have, and I have pleated shorts. <laughs> no, God. You know this took me seven minutes when I ran to the run through, and we're on nearly a half hour. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh All right. God. Someone All cancels right. on you at the very last minute. What do you do? I'm bothered, but I'll find something else to do. Excellent. More time to work on my macaroni art. I give them a piece of my mind. It's rude to disrespect my time. I spend the night chilling at home. That's just the way life goes. Yeah. No. I, I, if someone cancels on me, it's totally fine. I'm always annoyed. You're at a bar when someone turns around and accidentally knocks your drink out of your hand. It spills everywhere. They apologize profusely. What do you do? Who cares? It was an accident. Start a fist fight. Get kicked out of the bar. <laughs> Yell at them and demand they buy me a new one. Tell them it's okay and buy myself another drink. Yeah, that's four. Okay. And uh, unless unless you're, what, who am I, Patrick Swayze? When I'm going to start <laughs> fighting people in the bar? Just punching people. Do you consider yourself a neat person? Tidiness is extremely important to me. A little mess never hurt anyone. I dropped a pot of spaghetti on the ground two months ago and it's still there. <laughs> I, keep, I keep it clean, but my space isn't always the neatest. Not two. Little mess. Never hurt anybody. Okay. Would you leave the house in stained sweatpants? Yeah, I do it all the time. People own clothes. <laughs> do people own clothes that aren't stained? That's gross. I always look put together in public. Only if I'm not seeing anyone that I know personally. Yeah. Four. Okay. You've been waiting in a restaurant for almost an hour and the server still hasn't brought out your food. What do you do? Fill up on bread. They're probably super busy. Complain to the manager before storming out. Start eating the napkins. Flag down a server and politely ask them to check on the food. Um, four, then two. So I'm going to say four. <laughs> okay. 
I'm not afraid to talk to the manager of a restaurant if things are going badly. Yeah. Do you care if someone eats one of your fries without asking? No, sharing is caring. I will dial 911 and report them for theft. <laughs> it would have been nice if they asked, but I don't really mind. Definitely, that's such a rude thing to do. Yeah, this is a... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's it's rude. You should ask. I'm always... Yeah, you should ask. I, I would always say yes. Yeah. Don't put your hands on my plate. <laughs> I will hand stuff. you the fry. I will it's hand my... you the... <laughs> yeah, don't, don't eat my meal. Like, Without my, asking. Like, unless you're my wife, who does it all the time. Even then. <laughs> Even then. <laughs> Someone cuts in line at the grocery store. Do you say something? Yes, and I give them a little attitude. Nah, maybe they're in a rush. Yes, but I try not to be rude about it. I elbow them out of the way and reclaim my place in line. Three. And I did it the other day. I did it in the Try not in the to self- be rude about it? I, I tried not to be rude about it, but I did I did flag a guy who jumped it. He didn't see he didn't see like in the self check now they have like this little queue up area. And I was standing there and I was waiting for the thing and the person left and I took a step forward and this guy came out of nowhere and just like, went into the self checkout. And I said, Excuse me, dude, uh this the line's here. And I, I, I thought I said it nicely. <laughs> Not with that much toot. You're running late for an important meeting. The elevator doors are closing, but someone is running towards you, clearly anticipating that you'll hold them open. What do you do? I hold them open. I let them close. You snooze, you lose. I hesitate, but ultimately decide to hold them open. I slam the close button multiple times <laughs> while making direct eye contact. <laughs> what? Remember, you're it. running late for an important meeting. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's, I, I would hold it. If I made eye contact with that person, like there are times when that's why when I get in the elevator, I move to the side to where I can't see out the door so I can let the door close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, I do the same thing. But if I see you, if I'm staying, if I turn in and I look and you're like coming, I'll just, I'll just hold the door for you. It's fine. <laughs> I have. You ever had somebody hold the door open for you when you're like too far away? Yes. And I hate like, the worst, right? Yes. I think, thank uh, And then you have to run a little bit. Yes, like, oh, yes. thank you. And you have to yeah. say, thank you for holding the door. No, I'm not. I don't thank you. I can open a door. I didn't want to have to run. <laughs> just, have to, you can go. I had, go. To make, I, had to, I had to go into that light corporate jog. Yeah. <laughs> Adult running in dress shoes jog. Yeah. It's no good. Uh, yeah, I, I have definitely. Have we decided? Uh, have we decided if I'm a psychopath yet? We're not. We're not there yet. This, this is only supposed to take seven minutes. You're in line for the bathroom. All of a, really, really, all of a really sudden, it's all of a sudden it's an episode of O Liner Notes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you jump in line? You really, really, really have to pee in line for the bathroom. Okay. I ask the person in front of me if I can go ahead of them. Yes, definitely. I don't have another choice. No, that wouldn't be very nice of me. No, I just pee on the floor. <laughs> I would ask. I would definitely ask. I said, "Hey, dude, I gotta go. Really bad. Is it cool?" And because I would, I would let somebody go if I didn't have to go very bad, and they were obviously about ready to wet their pants. All right, you're on a 15 minute train ride. The person standing next to you is listening to music without headphones. Oh, do you say something? Yes. No, I want to joke. <laughs> uh, so you ask them to turn it off or yes. put on headphones? Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. Could 15 you not? Minutes? Could you not? Yeah. What do you What are you doing? <laughs> are you gonna continue to do that? Or, or even the worst, the person who's having like a meeting, like a full-on meeting. Like, what are they doing? I don't know. I've, I people do crazy shit. I've gone to the bathroom and somebody's having a full-on conference call on the shitter. I'm like, what? Are you, what? I can hear both sides of this conversation. Should I just shout? He's on the toilet. 
<laughs> in the background. <laughs> I just go in there and make the noisiest poop that I can make next door, like next door to them. Do you clap when the plane lands? Never. I'm usually still asleep. No, it seems unnecessary. I'm the first person to start clapping. Sometimes but only if everyone else is too. What? People clap when the plane lands? You've, of course you've experienced this. No. Never in your life. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, so the answer is no. That. No. Yeah. No clapping. No, I don't either. That's a, Come on. The only time I ever clap on the plane lands is if it seemed like at some point we were maybe going <laughs> to die in the middle. <laughs> like if shit clap. got real, yeah. then I would if, clap. If Sully landed me in the Hudson, I would clap for him. All right, that's it. And oh, all that God. to tell you, you are a pretty well-adjusted person, yeah, handling see, we, things in stride as they come. People find this. you rational, polite, and level-headed. Keep it up, and your life will be smooth sailing from here on out. See, and we all knew this to be true. So, that's funny, though. That's a good that's a good quiz. Even though the extreme... I mean, obviously, it's done partly for comedy. But, of course. Uh, of course. But it didn't ask me if I like to kill animals with my bare hands, because that's what I like to do. I like to find <laughs> animals Fantastic. and just kill them. All right, I'm making an executive decision. We're skipping the stupidest things I've ever said this week. No! We're going directly to the overtime. Overtime! In the overtime, I wanted to revisit a recent subject that we discussed two weeks ago about... Batman not being allowed to go down on Catwoman in the pages that are on, on <laughs> sorry on the screen because because heroes don't do that. Oh, terrible take. <laughs> um, and and Amanda Wong has discovered a delightful story of Adam West and Frank Gorshin getting kicked out of a Hollywood orgy because they wouldn't break character. And here's here's what Adam has to say about it. Well, I think one of my favorite memories is that Frank and I were invited to a party one night. We decided to go a Hollywood party we didn't know anything about. We were kind of laughing and having a few beers and said, let's go over there. We walked in and it was an orgy. So I immediately went into the Batman character and Frank went into the Riddler character because we were getting the big giggles. It was so funny to us what we walked into and we were kicked out. We were expelled from the orgy. <laughs> Man, those 60s Hollywood parties must have just been a kick in the ass, though. I mean, come on. People were, people were doing some, some hedonistic shit. Can you imagine? Hey, everyone's having sex. Let's do the Batman and Riddler bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know. What is, I mean, what? I, I just don't, I, I guess I just don't understand orgy, but I, whatever. It's like, that's not the world I live in. I would, I would walk. If what I is there to in, understand? Well, I, let's see. I, first of all, I don't know orgy people. <laughs> okay. okay. Fair right. enough. So, but should I have walked into an orgy? I probably would have, like, I probably couldn't do it. I probably would have to not, I probably couldn't play that game. I'd probably have to just leave. I'd be like, oh, it's an orgy. Well, hey, it, I'd, first I'd get a drink, and then maybe, like, if the food was good, I, I might stay. You're going to have some Swedish meatballs. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, cr- cheesy crackers, whatever. Yeah. And, and, and maybe maybe take advantage of maybe some, some, uh, some, uh, some alcoholic beverages, and then I got to get out of there. You're missing the key point, though. You also have to do drugs, generally. That's part of the deal. That's one of the reasons the orgy happens because of the oh, drugs. Okay. All right. Uh, see, I wouldn't do that either. All right. Well, that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three Pod, where this week we looked inward to maybe help you do the same. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends. If you didn't, don't. Drop us a review. Subscribe if you're new. But until next week, when we return with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism, eat it, Sambos. Mm-hmm.